calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. everybody and welcome to IGN's uh, usual weekday weekly podcast. It is uh, podcast number 71. I'm Stuart Reed. Hi. Uh, with me this week is the mighty Tom Butler. Tom, that's me. Hello, Tom. Hello. Hello. Why is that my name then? I've no idea. Very special guest joining us this week. Uh, a man who really should know better because he talks rubbish for a living, uh, but he's decided to do it for free this week. It's Pete Donaldson. What? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't mention a fee, did you? No. That's the main thing. Uh, you may well know uh, Pete from several things he's done for IGN, not least of which is his uh, iPhone uh, football championship manager review. Is that right? Yes. Uh, don't pretend you all haven't read it because you <laughs> it clearly was, have. It was the number one trafficking story last year, so everyone's <laughs> Uh, also joining us uh, for the first time in a very long time, ladies and gentlemen, pray silence for much. the mighty Dan Kilby, everybody. He's Woo. back in the room. Dan, hello. What? Did you think that I was gone forever? Brilliant. Then could you play some music there? <laughs> what music? Should I play what? Some ABBA, maybe? The, the Duke music. The Duke music. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, no, I won't do that. Before we get stuck in then, so um, where's Alex and Chris? Did we mention that? Uh, yeah, Alex and Chris, uh, they've, they've gone off to be told how to write for a living. Yeah. Uh, so they're in LA sunning themselves. Yeah. Like big ponces that they are. Uh, Martin has got the shits. Martin is shitting himself as we speak. Yeah. yeah. Is that because he's playing Dead Space 2? No, I think he, he took it home. Infection. He did actually take Dead Space 2 home last did night. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> and he also had a hangover from hell yesterday as well. He had a really bad hangover. So I think he's having a duvet day. I think he mm. might be, yeah. yeah. Lazy bastard. Can't even be bothered to do the podcast. I know, and we've been seriously, deci- seriously decimated this week. But yeah. Thank you for Pete for joining us. And desiccated. Uh, yeah, and defecated. Have we? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you are just talking shit. So, Pete, you, your day job is your XFM DJ, is that correct? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it doesn't make me a lot of money, but it's uh, better than nothing, I guess. Do it at voiceovers and stuff. Uh, yeah, and pe- people yeah. might recognise you from ITV2. ITV2, it, yes. You're an intro to something with shit with Jordan in. Pretty much every week, yeah. There's a, what have we got coming up soon? We've got, uh, who's the lady who's Extra Factor? Um, Connie Hook. Connie Hook. She's doing like a rap program where she tries to be a rapper brilliant <laughs> but, but what gets me is she, they've dressed up like MIA like some racists have just clearly went well they look quite similar let's <laughs> do a rap program do you feel do you feel sorry for Connie Huck because she obviously had a little bit of early fame with Blue Peter and then has basically not managed to do anything since and he even you know she's even trying to marry into fame now isn't she <laughs> with Charlie Brooker surely I mean I that, that's sorry for it. She, she was the longest serving Blue Peter presenter ever she could have got herself out there sooner mm. didn't she She's gorgeous as well, isn't she? I think she's hot. I didn't. I was just watching TV the other day, and she popped up, and I was like, I never noticed how striking her eyes are. I think striking more than gorgeous. Do you reckon? Yeah, I don't think she's. she's I don't think what she. She's what you'd call classically beautiful, is she? I like her slightly wonky teeth. Yeah, yes. There's just something about <laughs> it. Just that it, it is endearing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a slightly lacklustre TV presenting style. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk that. about lacklustre presenting That's style, true. Tom. True. Yeah. Um, so and Kilby's back. Kilby is back. Um, hey. Do you want to tell us where you've been these what? last few weeks? Did you think that I was gone forever? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> 
Didn't work the first time, Dan. <laughs> but everyone's laughing now, so it yeah. worked yeah. the second time. Well, I've got, I've got a, a few bits of listener feedback just to jump in with before Dan tells us where he's been. Uh, first of all, Stephen Deacon writes in and said, bring back that lazy bastard Dan. He's brilliant and I want to have his children. Thanks, Stephen Deacon. Oh, cheers, Steve. Nice, isn't it? Uh, I have a suggestion from Nick Schaefer as to where he you might have been. Go on. He says, uh, hey, guys, I was playing Pokemon Heart and, Heart and Gold and I was on the bike road riding along one of those creepy and one of those creepy bike guys saw me and trundled up to me on his bike and said to me, I'll toughen you up. You come along with me. OK, so that wasn't sexually suggestive in camp enough. But then on top of that, his name was Biker Dan. Fuck, is that where you've been, Dan? Oh, I shouldn't have called myself Biker Dan. Uh, so, way. are you in uh, Pokemon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he says you're awesome, and so are the rest. I, I'll take the so are the rest. That's very nice. And then finally, uh, Nick Schaefer says I'm a 15 year old uh, Australian guy. I was in holiday in Europe recently, and I saw a lot of guys in Cornwall wearing polo shirts. Uh, does Sad Dan wear polo shirts? At seeing as he's a buff English lad. Uh, occasionally, but I kind of associate polo shirts. I'm not going to say because a lot of people wear polo shirts. No, go on, say it. Well, no, but, but I, I see a lot of chavs wearing polo shirts, so that's kind of. <laughs> I, I did shirts. wonder why you were staring at me when you said that, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> but polo shirts, I do wear polo shirts sometimes. They're really nice. You wear polo necks as well, though, which I think is a bit weirder. Mm. Oh, really? They like the roll neck. Roll necks, I find weird. I quite like them. I was, I, I'm, uh, I was kind of bringing them back. Kind of like a golf dad type thing to wear, though, aren't they? Well, not, not if you're wearing them and you're not a golf dad. Pete, you're a sartorially stylish kind of guy. He's very elegant, isn't he? Yeah, I like, I like anything, anything where you can pop your collar, I think. Yeah. So. At, at anger or happiness. Yeah. Mm. I'm happy. Let's pop it. I'm furious. <laughs> let's pop it. Let's have a fight. Is that, is that shirt got a collar? Because for me, it looks like a granddad shirt. Uh, oh, no, I it's got a collar. Oh, it, it's got a sort of tapered to the, um, sort of glued to the breast, sort of speak. Oh, I see. So, uh, you can't pop that one. I, I could if I... Uh, so it if it gets exciting during the podcast, it might pop. Yeah. But I see the top button is, very, is firmly is firmly done up today. Well, I just thought I'd make an effort, because, I mean, we're in a we're in a very sort of fancy studio for me. Uh, it's it's quite relaxed, but we've got headset mics. Yeah. Do you like Wonderful. that? It's a bit Britney Spears, and I like it. I yeah. do like it. <laughs> it's a bit, actually, it's a bit more like McDonald's driving, <laughs> if we're honest. Um, can I, sorry, can I just give Pete the opportunity? You record another podcast as well. You might as well pimp that out. Yeah, uh, thefootballramble.com. It's about football. If you don't like video games and you like football. <laughs> well, I know. It's, I was checking the, the rate, the, not the ratings, but the iTunes things recently. Mm. You were number something like 97th most downloaded podcast in the UK, and we were 101th. 101th? <laughs> 101th. Yeah. And that's uh, not, so. That's um, not too bad. IGN. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in your face. But uh, yeah, if you don't listen, if you're not even if even if you're not into football, I would recommend listening to it. Cause, it's a bit of a giggle. Yeah. I try and squeeze in video game chat every now and again. Yeah. Because you do some video game stuff elsewhere as well, right? Yeah. I, some, I, I do like the XFM blog and stuff. Nobody really reads it. Nobody's really that interested. But I'm trying to sort of beat the drum for uh, for video games on the radio effectively because it's. Uh, Aren't they hard to see? <laughs> they are hard to see, but I guess us. Uh, I, I guess we're doing a podcast. Uh, what is effectively a radio show about video games now? So that's very true. We don't want to sell ourselves too short. I guess. No, no, I guess not. Uh, one last bit of Dan feedback. Henry McMahon wants to know what does Dan smell like. L'Oreal Men Expert and sweaty gym kit. Yeah, there you go. Oh, one last thing on polo shirts. I've figured out what the problem with them is. Yeah. They get worn too easily because I've got a few, and now, now they've been washed, the the fits kind of gone, so the, the collars they, a bit out. I find the collars tend to droop. Yeah, that's, it's very hard to get. A, I think you might might have to starch them a little. Do you have mm, any starch? I, I minimum effort is my first requirement of clothing. We know that. So where have you been? Um, just here, really boring stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. But doing awesome stuff for for the for the readers. Like what? Oh, Game Changer. Game Changer. Mm. That's come into its final phase. Well, final phase is now we're shortlisting the entrance and we will soon be putting up a site where you can see the shortlisted entries. By the time the podcast goes live, do you think? No, probably early next week. Okay. Um, and then also Kapow as well. Comic-Con. Mm, Comic-Con, yeah. that's really exciting. We saw Mark Miller last week. We did have a nice chat with him, didn't we? The whole thing, wasn't yeah. he? He's very excited about IGN being a platinum <laughs> premiere person platinum sponsor, thing, yeah. something, yeah. Whatever that means. I don't know what that means, but that's going to be great if you, if you if you can get to Islington in, when is it? March, April? April, April 9th and 10th. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be absolutely awesome. And we'll have the IGN arena there where you can yeah. come and play some video games. Yeah. And I expect we'll do the podcast from there. 
I expect there will be some sort of podcast inter- interaction yeah. with mm-hmm. Power Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So yeah, check it out. Should we do a, a video games podcast? Guess what's happened this week? I don't Activision have released the uh, Black Ops stats, uh, the uh, stuff that's happened on Codblops since the game was released. All sorts of uh, interesting and not so interesting. So this is like online multiplayer stats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can tell you a couple of things. Since the launch of Codblops, 161 Second World Wars were fought every day. Does that mean... I don't get what that means. I don't. Is that but like it's body a, it's, count, truly? Must be, must I guess body so. Count it's than. in a nice font. no the body count I can tell you what the body count is right the total kill count to date is equal to the population of the world times nine that's crazy that's how many get back to me when it gets to ten yeah Yeah. (laughs) nice round numbers there have been 1.1 trillion shots fired which is brilliant Uh, but I like this this is my favourite two favourite stats I think there have been 3.4 billion crossbow bolts fired nice Mm -hmm. Uh, tomahawk bank shots 28,494,020 it's terrifying isn't it terrifying the most most surprising thing is it's not even that good a game well I think a lot of people are playing it now like we said last week because the modern warfare online Mm -hmm. is now pretty much knackered that's so bad. Do you play one. multiplayer online, Pete? I've only... I uh, First-person shooters online upset me to the point of not liking video games anymore, so I do try and avoid them. But uh, I got into the last Call of Duty. This one, I've only played single-player halfway through and just kind of left it, to be honest. Yeah. I just find multiplayer just... I don't know. If I wanted to hang out with a load of racist children... <laughs> You'd go to I'd, school. I'd, I'd go up to Hartlepool. Yeah. But... Yeah. but yeah, I, I genuinely find uh, first-person shooter uh, multiplayer quite upsetting, but uh, I shouldn't do really. I'm sure it's quite fun when you when you're in an arena with people that you know and you can sort of follow people around and stuff. I, I genuinely find that quite enjoyable. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I, it's I when, you, it's when it's you're being pwned by 13-year-old yank boys repeatedly, repeatedly, yeah, yeah, boringly. It's just that not being good enough. I yeah, think that's, I, that's I, think that's I think that's definitely. I think that's because I haven't sort of grown up sort of playing online. Uh, massively, my, my the first time I actually played multiplayer was with the the Xbox 360, I think, and uh, I'm just not at any sort of. I just don't have the propensity for it at all. I'm absolute rubbish at it. Yeah, but. I'm still I still have problems because I grew up with a PC and then all my first person shooters are on PC, mm. and I still it, I tried playing Codblops on a on a PS3, and I just can't get to grips with controlling yeah. it with a joypad as opposed to a keyboard just in track, mouse. Just tracking people with a gun with a joypad I find it very, very... Very hard. Very difficult. And I shouldn't do because I mean, I've not played a PC game in such a long time. Mm. And, uh, I don't know. Uh, what about you two? Online? Mm. I, I've dropped in and played online very occasionally. Um, Call of uh, Modern Warfare, I've done that. But it's just, it's just frustrating because you go in and like I say, you're just dying over and over and over again. Mm. Yeah, but I've sat and watched people play online multiplayer who are really good, and it's just like it's autistic. It's like rain, watching Rain Man play like Call of Duty. It's, yeah. it's, it's insane. I was like, a bit. I used to be like that with Speedball Two when I first had Speedball Two. <laughs> I, I found out the exact way of beating the of of beating the the, the um, Mega Drive. Every there was time. just there was just an option of going in, and I think you you kind of go halfway up the screen, you turn left, you turn right, and then you turn left again and shoot, and it would just go in every single time, and you just used to sit there doing that for hours at a time. Funny you say that. League. I used to have a Game Boy game. It was a football game on the Game Boy. I can't remember what it was called, and uh, there used to be a way of scoring from kickoff every single time. Mm. But it got to the point where if you didn't, if I didn't do that, I would have to turn off the game and start again. So it yeah, got, but you're yeah. a really bad loser, Tom. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you are a really am. bad loser. Yeah, and bad at video games as well. <laughs> what, about, what about you two? Is there, are there any games that you're really kind of autistic at that you just kind of can beat almost with your eyes closed? Mortal Kombat. Really? I yeah. kick ass mm-hmm. at Mortal Kombat. And when it comes out, and the new one comes out in March, I'm more than happy to challenge a few readers to some online Excellent. Okay. You heard it here first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do they win a, do they win a prize if they beat you? Or will you just sell They won't win. There's no point. They won't <laughs> win. I love that. Not bother yeah, they won't. When the first Mortal Kombat came out, I went to trick or treat and dressed as Scorpion. I'm a maybe yeah. Scorpion oh, nice. outfit, yeah. Did you have a It was a, a yellow no, it was a yellow bin bag that had been cut into <laughs> <different> <laughs> shapes and stuff, so yeah. Where do you even find a yellow bin bag? 
Oh, oh, hospital, hospital waste. So my mum yeah. actually uh, works in a hospital, course, so that's yeah. where it would have come from. <laughs> no yeah. sharps left in there anything, were they? Pete, what about you? Any, any games that you are just ridiculously I good at? I could recite the complete solution to Monkey Island 2, but other than that, I am a. Comp- <laughs> I, I, I like my games a little bit more sedate. I like it a little bit. Anything that requires a flick of... Uh, I'm, I'm pretty good at FIFA. I, I'm, I'm, I'll put myself out there. And I'm all right at FIFA, but uh, and I can usually do quite well online with that, but... Uh, no, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm, I like my games a little bit slower, a little bit more. I'm going to say thoughtful. Yeah. <laughs> no. Thoughtful in the game. For, you, for your elderly arthritic hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stuff a bit. Yeah, I should Anything... really use my hands while I've still got them, really. How do you think? Why? Are you, are you going to Arabia and having them? Well, that's off a, or that's a, I'm, about, I'm, I'm guaranteed. I'm, I'm, I'm guaranteed I'm going to get run over at some point during my life, and also I'm going to get my hand in it. Threshing machine. Threshing machine. Take it straight off. Because <laughs> obviously, you know, being being a radio DJ, you have to buy a farm at some point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when that happens, you just get caught in the threshing machine. Uh, what else is happening this week in the world of uh, news and stuff? So, Dan, there's going to be a new Mario game for the 3DS. Not Mario. No Mario. Mario. Mm. He's a Maori. <laughs> that would be brilliant, Mario. <laughs> Mario. Super Send Mario. us in your pictures of Mario, by the way, if you like. <laughs> IGNYKFeeBeGoodIGN.com Is that it, Dan? Are you just saying and that's it? Well, basically it's been confirmed by none other than Shigeru Miyamoto. Does he say if it's going to be 2D platformer or something like Mario Galaxy? Well, given the recent success of Mario's 2D rivals on the Wii and DS, it seems likely to assume the game will be a side-scrolling platformer. Even though it's on the 3DS? That 3D screen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm reading this verbatim, by the way. No shit. From the news article. Um, well, should we just sit here for a minute while you read through it then? Have you got anything else to add? Miyamoto, Mario product. Good. No, basically it's going to be 3DS um, in November. Great. Good. So I can't believe there's a new we, Nintendo coming out and there's a new Mario coming out. That's I can't, incredible news. I can't believe that we've been pining to get Kilby back on the fucking <laughs> podcast and then he comes in with it. It's game coming out. Yeah, it's going to be great. Brilliant. I mean, basically, it's going to be using the most advanced technology for Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying much. The 64 colours now, is it? Yeah, great. So, do you want some other news? Yes. Let's talk movies. Uh, We've got a new Superman for uh, Zack Snyder's new Superman movie. Mm. Henry Cavill. Never heard of him. Who? He is. uh, The only thing I've ever seen him in is the Tudors. Have you watched that? that, Yeah. Is that a guilty pleasure of yours? It's kind of, kind of a guilty pleasure, yeah. Um, my ex-girlfriend used to love it. So, yeah, he's quite good in that. But funnily enough, he did lose out on the uh, being in the last Superman to mm. Brandon Routh. He also missed out on being James Bond to J- Daniel Craig. Mm. And he missed out on being Batman to Christian Bale. Wow. He was in the final <laughs> two for all three. It. And he's finally now going to be I would have liked it if he like, like started picking really crap superheroes. Like, really little <laughs> <laughs> Like, Dice Man or Car Man. <laughs> Dyson. I'd like Dyson Man. He Dyson just goes around with a Hoover. That'll be great. No bags. No bags. <laughs> what? Um, so yeah, so that's Henry Cavill in Superman. Um, there's now speculation about who's going to play the Lois Lane, and they've said uh, possibly what's the face with the slapped ass from Twilight. Oh God, Chris, Kristen Stewart. Yeah, yeah. They reckon she's she's good. a sour face bin, isn't she? Fairly dull. Yeah, fairly boring. We've also got um, Batman news. Apparently, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has joined the cast of Dark Knight Rises. Quite pleased about that. Yeah. I think he's a match for Christian Bale on any day of the week. Yeah, I think so. There's no news on who he's going to play, whether he's going to be a villain, a good guy or whatever. But yeah, he's joining the cast, so that's good news. Do you reckon Christian Bale will get nervous? About what? About having someone who's on his level join the cast, because up to now... Yeah, Heath Ledger in the last movie playing like one of the most awesome roles of the last 10 years. The ledger kicked his backside. Yeah, pretty much. I guess. Uh, okay. No? Well, no, I'm just wondering, I mean, do you no, think I, I the movie stars do? I, I think he would. If, exactly. you, if you're like, oh yeah, I'm the hot shot in this movie, no one's going to be, like, have the light shine on them as much as I. And then... <laughs> and God knows he hits lights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and the men yeah. control them. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody else comes along to steal the limelight. Well, not yeah. steal the light, but you know, they're going to... No, no, I, think I don't he, think Joseph Gordon-Levitt's as big as him. I think, uh, you know, if it was James Corden, maybe. <laughs> it was John Gordon Sinclair from... Uh, Definitely, from, yeah. Empire. <laughs> um, I saw... Was uh, he from Gregory's Girl? No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. It, it was Gregory's uh, Girl, wasn't it? It was the fellow Red Dwarf in... in uh, yeah, Chris Barry. Chris Barry. Yeah. There we go. I used to love Colin in that, the stag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that the a disgusting a one with the spots and stuff, yeah. Um, so I saw Christian Bale in The Fighter the other night, which is out this week. Oh, yeah, any good? And he's amazing in it, yeah. He's a force of nature. He's awesome. I love Christian Bale. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of like hit and miss with him, but he's really, really good in the what was, that, what was that really good Prisoner of War film he was in? Oh, for Rescue Dawn. Rescue Dawn. I love that. Yeah, that is. Was the Machinist any good? I always wanted to see that. that. Yeah, oh, yeah, his yeah, thin, I always think good. his thin ones are better than his big ones. <laughs> <laughs> I like your thin, but I don't like your fat. Yeah. Okay, sensible, silly news this week. People who spend their spare time playing driving games prove to be more dangerous when put behind the wheel of a real car, a report by Continental Tyres claims. The report, picked up by this morning's edition of London's free tabloid Metro, claims that players of games such as Gran Turismo are liable to take their on-screen tactics with them into the real world, suffering from a higher tendency to run red lights, attempt risky overtaking moves, and ultimately are more likely to crash. So that's Continental Tires have said that. Funny that, isn't it? Fucking dicks. Real life tire merchants. Yeah. I like to think that people are actually t- dragging their uh, PS3 steering wheels into the car. <laughs> <laughs> the accelerators are there and the brakes, but the steering is no- non-existent. Or modding their cars so it's got like a PlayStation controller. Yeah. But, this is, but, you know, this is just another example of how the media reports on, on video gaming, isn't it? Everything about video gaming is always really bad. There's no, It'll there's always no... get printed. That's the most annoying thing. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Actually, this didn't get... Well, obviously Tom printed this off, but it was it was on IGN. It, but, yeah, but the, Martin <clears throat> picked that up from the Metro, and right. uh, yeah, I mean, and ran with it. It is ridiculous. Mm. I mean, it's like saying uh, people who play Tony Hawk's are more likely to fall off their skateboard. It's, mm. it's like, well, they're not because they're at home playing Tony Hawk's. Exactly. So it's stupid. It is stupid. <laughs> but why don't they never report on you know like uh, games can actually kind of aid concentration. Games can help you you know with your hand-eye coordination. They never report on that, do they? No. Games can cheer you up if you're feeling a bit miserable. But why are Continental Tires getting involved? Well, because they just wanted free advertising. So don't say Continental Tires because there's advertising for them. Oh. There are other tires available. Yeah, Michelin. Pirelli. Pirelli. I prefer those calendars. two, actually. Do they? Yeah. yeah, much better. Do you they're like Pirelli because of the nudie calendars? Yeah. yeah. And have they not thought that maybe people are crashing because their tires are shit? Um, can we, do we have to run this past a lawyer? <laughs> I don't know. No, are Continental Tires shit? I don't know. I don't no, know. I, don't, I think they're actually, I don't know. No, they're they're fine. But no, my 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 point is continental. Um, are they? <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like Stick it. it. Stick it to them. Could have used another word to start man. that word, but you know, oh. you're allowed. <laughs> oh. This is an explicit podcast. Wow. Yeah. Like iTunes sticker on, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, but then I read a story about a guy who had been had a, had an accident and been left disabled, and uh, the they'd managed to get some game working for this guy, and it's like totally changed his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- these things don't get reported in the metro, no. but yet things like that do. It's just it's annoying. I think I think it's kind of I think the game industry is kind of uh, on a hiding to, to, to nothing anyway. I mean, you only got to look at Titch Marsh's thing that he did last year with the uh, with uh, is it Ting Timingham? Yes, yeah. um, which is a glorious sort of Stalinist show trial back back last year. But it's just you just sort of think. We sort of do ourselves a disservice by even engaging and even sort of getting het up about people, about the Daily Mail and, and, and people reporting just blabbering crap like this. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's an industry that's in its infancy. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the same things were leveled at films back in the day. And, you know, just, I think we should just ignore it. <laughs> yeah, and it'll <laughs> go away, yeah. Publicity and it's, all that. Uh, a lot of it's fear, isn't it? If people don't play games, they don't understand why people enjoy playing games, therefore they're, they're, they're fearful of it. Yeah, it just takes time. People, people that are writing these stories, they're 50-year-old staff writers for, for the Mirror or, or the Metro and stuff. They, do, you know, they don't play video games. They, they don't know anyone who does. Like meow, meow. Might, well, and like reacting to something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. All well, this meow, meow fuss. I mean, we're all fucked on it right yeah. now. It's not doing us any harm, <laughs> is it? <laughs> Delicious. I ate it because it said plant food on the side. I didn't even know. <laughs> I thought it was cat food, so <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's a uh, charity called Gamers Voice, apparently, who are championing the cause for gamers out mm-hmm. there. So if you want to check them out, yeah, I think it might be worthwhile speaking to them as well. I know they did an event at Parliament the other week where they got politicians mm. playing politicians. games, politicians, yeah, playing video games, and yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing, isn't it? It's like it's your own sort of personal hobby and. People should just sort of leave it alone. A bit like wanking. The yeah, most annoying thing. Politicians, stay out of my wanking. Yeah. <laughs> unless unless you really fit. fit ones, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, if you have seen any uh, references to bad gaming in the press or there's a, you've got a particular favourite, let us know. IGN UK feedback at IGN.com. 
Oh, hit us up on Twitter, uh, Team IGN UK. Also the same uh, for Facebook as well. Uh, now, this week, uh, we, uh, or oh, I say we, it was Martin and I, we uh, went to a massive old disused tram shed in Shoreditch. Of course. For the uh, PlayStation Experience 2011, where they basically bundled a lot of journalists, spent a lot of money importing journalists from all over the world. Wasn't Patch there from our Australian office? Yes. That's Bizarrely. Weird. Yeah. Come to this thing in London, because we don't obviously don't have an IGN London office that could cover it. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Well done, everybody. Uh, and of course, uh, Sony is saying that uh, 2011 is going to be PS3's year. Well, I don't think it's just Sony saying that. I think it's true. I think so. Well, Are you, you a PS3 man or an that. Xbox man? I'm an Xbox man, but I mean, if you look at what's coming out in the next year, there's no, there's not, there's, there's no Xbox exclusives. No. Hardly. Yeah, I really? mean, even uh, even when I think about it, probably you could bulk up the numbers with some Kinect titles, but that's like, <laughs> that's, that's clutching at straws. Yeah. So what did you clutching, say? Clutching at invisible straws. Yes. <laughs> it's the Kinect farming game. It's brilliant. Yeah. You've got to watch your hands, though. If they get caught on a thresher, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, so what do they have there? Um, they had a new uh, trailer for Uncharted 3. I'm, I'm getting so wet for that game. So I'm so excited about Martin it. Martin played it in 3D, didn't he? Or did he just see the trailer? I think he just saw the trailer. They didn't. I, as far as I know, there was no actual gameplay allowed. They had. There were some 3D games there. I think. Uh, I think it might have been Infamous 2. That was in 3D. Um, had a go on that. What? It's amazing. Carry on. <laughs> this is like porn for you, yeah, isn't it? it is. oh, yeah. <laughs> in- Infamous was excellent. I really enjoyed that. Oh, Infamous was brilliant. Yeah. And that. I've never played it. I've not played it. Oh, Stu, you've got some everywhere. gaming ahead of you. I have, mate. I've got some gaming behind me as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think the biggie, the one that everybody was into, uh, was excited about, was Resistance 3. Really? And my God, that looked awesome. It looked really, really good. I know the guys got some hands-on time. Uh, they had some code at uh, at the expo. And it really did. It looked amazing. It looked absolutely amazing. And... Um, I've seen a hands-on video that Patch did, and it yeah. does, does look quite good. Yeah, but. and he was really excited about it as well. I mean, you know, considering this was this was just kind of a test code, it wasn't nowhere near complete. The whole thing just looked really, really smooth and really, really well put together. Didn't I read that um, the last one was using 60% of the PS3, and mm-hmm. this time it's using 100%? Numbers that we could never check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... Um, it's, it's, it's given us 110 percent this well, time. I, I still have never come to. The, I've never come to the um, managed to figure this out. Whether or not it's true that Sony have spent time gradually unlocking more and more of the PS3's features, because this is what I've heard. I don't know if it's hearsay or what, Dan. I don't know if you've heard this as well. But like the what's the the processor called in it? The, the something the cell. cell. The cell. But like when they first Quad brought core. the PS3 out. They only use like one core of it, and then a couple of years later, they unlocked another core, and now they're kind of basically allowing everybody to use all of it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I heard the analogy that it was it. kind of like uh, a car with um, uh, what do they call them pistons. Yes, <laughs> pistons. Yeah, yeah, and pistons and wheels. <laughs> yeah, wheels. Yeah, um, and. So it, the, before the, the engine was running at like 60 miles an hour and now they're getting it to 70, 80, 90, right. 100 miles an hour. So he's always running, but it was just not running at the full capacity. So I guess it's like tuning up a car engine, isn't Pete, it? Pete, have you got a useless analogy you could throw in? To the- um, it's very much like a man who has uh, no legs and then he finds some legs. <laughs> yeah. He like runs around with them, but he's got, Jesus, Paul's got legs and he's running around. Brilliant. <laughs> I won't be back next <laughs> or a man with no legs who finds a skateboard and does the skateboard yeah, thing exactly yeah you and me honey podging bets we can make it work what's that no you don't know where that's from no right I'll throw it open anybody gets that right can we throw can we give them a game yeah I've got a, I've got a code that can give, I can give away alright yeah, yeah, there you go if you know what film that is from I'm not doing it again because it hurt right. my throat doing it IGNUKFB at IGN.com do you remember that Tango advert where there was like a mental man with no legs and he was bright orange and he had like a giant jaw and he just ran along the streets and obviously I'm miming this but you can't see it yeah. and then jumped up with a foot in his mouth and then slapped the guy and when you've been Tango do you remember that yeah. his own foot in his mouth yeah I think he had his own foot in his mouth yeah mm. it was weird that meow meow was really kicking in now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I can see time. <laughs> uh, let us turn our attention to what's happening uh, in the next seven. Wait, so is that it from the PlayStation event? Is that all you can tell us? Was there any um, free food or drinks? Yeah, it was a, yeah there was a sandwich. Ah. Yeah, you, what, you got a little you got a big sandwich. You got, a big sandwich. <laughs> you got a packed lunch of a sandwich, uh, <laughs> an apple, <laughs> a bag of Walker's crisps. Other makes are available, but not yeah. as nice, frankly. And uh, oh, what was the other thing? Free booze? No, no, no. You like them, Dan. What are they called? The little chewy bar things. Oh, Rust Crispy Squares. 
No. <laughs> I can't remember this the name. This could go on forever. I can't remember Flapjacks. the name. Flapjacks. That's oh, it. I nice. could not think of the word <laughs> flapjack. You hate squares. that. Do you ever get that? Where you just cannot think of a word and you just end up trying to describe it to the Every minute of my life. <laughs> Every bloody minute. <laughs> So every, there was like, you know, 200 journalists all sat down like like they were on, on some sort of history <laughs> trip at school with, with a flapjack and an apple. It's old time, everyone. <laughs> and honestly, you had, a choice, you had a choice of tea, coffee, or orange squash. Oh, squash. Nice. Yeah. Not even juice. Orange squash. Like here's a coffee the morning. It was brilliant. Here's the thing. It was, yeah, <laughs> actually, there was, a, there was this um, juice dispenser, and there was a big sign in front of it saying, please dilute, because everybody thought it was orange juice, not orange squash. <laughs> Where was this? Is this, what, this is Sony's... This is Sony's big, this is what's happening in 2011 <laughs> experience, aren't we fucking fantastic? They, they spent all their budget on the games, I guess. I suppose, <laughs> which is not a bad thing. Expensive. Yeah. But they decked the thing out, the place out and in, in, in themed it. Um, not really, no. Was there, was there anything else that you remember or... After, cool a, after, a, after a blowout like that, no. Cool oh, DC Universe Online, there was a massive... for that, yeah. yeah. massive, massive amount of floor space... Uh, being completely ignored by everybody. Yeah, that's weird. It's already out though, so I don't know why. Yeah, but they want to try. They're really going to push it, aren't they? Because they need to get people but in. You know, it's sold more copies on PS3 than it has PC. Has it? Yeah. Mm. So it could be the console MMO people been waiting for. Um, what was the? Do you know what you gave it finally on IGN? I haven't, I haven't got back seven, to it. Seven. Yeah. Middling. Yeah, middling. Mm. Um, I was going to say something. So no PSP2s there. No, nothing like that. It was all. It was all. PlayStation 3 stuff. But yeah, off the back of Resistance 3, you ordered Resistance 1 yesterday? Yeah, yeah. I found it on eBay for a fiver. Do you want Resistance 2? Because I can bring that in for you as Thanks well. very much, mate. Yeah. Although, you know, the, the rate I play games, it will take me till probably February next year to finish Resistance. You so. can have it. I'm not going to play it. It's, it's boring and shit. Is it? It's <laughs> awesome. It's such a badly... Just a, such, such a dull first-person suitor. So, so generic. Brown. Everything's brown. The aliens just come at you. Well, that's you, what happens in first person shooting. Yeah, but, but you know, the, the, how do you play it? Because what you need to get <laughs> the hands. What what resistance does really well is makes you feel really isolated. Like you'll just be where, wherever you are, and you'll just really feel cut off. Like there's some bits. But of that's Tom's really life anyway. Yeah. He just feels yeah. isolated. <laughs> there's no point in having a game where he does that. I did. Yeah, I did feel <laughs> isolated in my boredom and desperation for a better game <laughs> so maybe Resistance 3 could be that better game I don't know I don't know I don't know so that was the Playstation experience I experienced it and it's not an experience I'll be experiencing, experiencing again. again not this year anyway maybe 2012 we'll see but maybe next year they might do it in another country so UK journalists get to Australia travel. maybe they'll send us to Australia awesome yeah. I, I wouldn't mind that at all uh, so I tried to move to the next feature about 10 minutes ago got sidelined I'm going to try it again now uh, let's uh, see what we've got to look out for next week firstly in the world of games Dan Kilby nothing much brilliant let's move on <laughs> anything to report literally no but I'll waste Airtime, if you want, Test Drive Unlimited 2 and Ben 10 Alien. Bullshit, I've got written here. <laughs> I, played, I don't think it's bullshit. I you, played Test Drive Unlimited 2 this morning because really? I knew you were going to talk about it. Yeah. And? It's a bit like a rap video. Is it really? <laughs> it's it like set up? in Ibiza and it's a bit like a sort of sexy rap video. That sounds I don't really understand car games, but I enjoyed. I quite enjoyed it. It was quite pretty to look at. and But it seems to be like a rags to riches sort of style. You think you're the best driver in town? Well, I'm going to prove you wrong by driving faster than you down a road. <laughs> That's the plot, it seems. But it was, it was all pretty. I bet, there's loads really. of, I bet there's loads of lens flare as you're driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Is, yeah. That actually sounds all right. Yeah, so and, then, and then I got in a real car and smashed it into a wall. Yeah. So that, that'll uh, teach uh, the metro. Uh, new real car, there's real cars in it. They're not made up cars. No, they, you start off in a, big, in a proper Ferrari where there's just a, a perverted amount of camera, low camera angles as if oh, to catch an upskirt of a... <laughs> Ferrari or something but it's uh, yeah it's Peaking the, the, the radio's particularly bad they've tried to sort of do like a Grand Theft Auto style yeah. um, radio thing and it's doesn't really the, the writing's terrible in it so it's, it's it's not quite as good but you know all in all it's not a bad little not a bad little racer I guess mm. so, uh, something bothers me about the name Test Drive Unlimited 2 so if the first one was unlimited it was never going to yeah. end the <laughs> sequel and it's been it's going for drive. such a long time that series Test has Drive has it really yeah, yeah. Uh, who publishes uh, it Oh, you're asking the wrong people. Yeah. Actually, no, yeah. What well, we need, yeah. what we need here, is a games journalist. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> hello, hello. And so you have you played Ben Ten Alien bullshit? Blah blah. 
I, I, did I that can't one. believe they got that name through the sensor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I, don't, I actually don't care. It's a kids thing, isn't it? It's yeah, like, I remember yeah. I, somebody sent a watch in once to uh, my radio station was it, and was I it green? It for a while. Yeah, it was green. Yeah. You press a button and an alien pops up or something. But they seem to release tons of those games like once every two or three months. Yeah. Really? They must be doing all right. Mm. They're probably oh, yeah. actually sort of sleeper hit. <laughs> I doubt it. I just think it's <laughs> shovelware from some fucking retarded Korean developer that... I'm being a bit racist, aren't I? Yeah. You are. Happy Chinese New Year, Chi- everyone. Yeah. Yes, well, it is Happy Chinese New Year. Yeah. Happy Chinese New Year. What is it? The year of the, what is it? Rabbit, um, I think, isn't it? It's the year of the rabbit. The year of the shaved squirrel, I think. Yeah. Let's uh, move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Films out this week, Tom. Films out this week. Uh, there is a film called Nomeo and Juliet, which we'll is a computer-animated <laughs> British animated thing that looks terrible, but it's got Jason Statham in it, so it? I might check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Does he kick ass? It's supposed to be quite good. Is it? I don't know. Is it? Because for some reason, in my mind, I'm probably being like the the, the least amount of uh, racist possible. If that makes it, that's not even a sentence. But are you disracist? Um, I'm disracist, um, but I'm just sort of trying to. Be like, is it an American film that the British people are just in it? Because we're cheaper or something, or is it? I think it's a British. Is it a British made? Yeah. Is it just me? Or I just in my mind thinking that English people can't do CGI. I don't know why. No, I think you're right. They, we did um, the rat, the rat one. What was that? Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> but it was from. It was from. It was when Ardman. It was Ardman. Had the DreamWorks. It had. Um, yeah, you and McGregor. What was it? Oh, flushed away. Yeah, flushed away. That was CG. Oh, that was. Yeah. Yeah. Was that was CG meant to look like plasticine? Wasn't but it? We do plasticine, don't we? we that's so what we just, do. Best. Let's just stick with plasticine. <laughs> isn't, <laughs> it, isn't this? Isn't this produced in, in, uh, by Elton John and his partner David Furnish? Yeah, they have got something to do with it. They Aren't they busy enough? Hey, Justin, they you kids? Yeah. I reckon that might be their nicknames for each other as well. He calls him Nomeo and he calls the other one Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. That's probably right. That's probably this where is probably one from. massive joke on all of us. Yeah. <laughs> well, the joke's no, on them because I ain't going to go and see it. Yeah. Well, Elton John's going to be Nomeo, isn't he? Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, and his partner, David Furnish, is going to be uh, Juliet. Which is, uh, is that actually his name? Is he called his, his partner, David Furnish? Is that his full name? Because he's always written like that in the paper. Yeah. I don't know where, where this is leading to. Shall I move on? Yeah. A uh, couple more movies out this week. Never Let Me Go, which is uh, got Kerry Mulligan and Kira Knightley and Andrew Spider-Man. What's his face? I can't think what his real name is. Andrew Dave? No. Garfield. Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Uh, which I saw on the plane yeah. in New York and actually is really good. It's a bit of a weepy though. So It's based on a Kashiro Izaguro book, isn't it? Yeah. So it's kind of got a weird sort of semi-sci-fi premise where it's mm-hmm. set in the future where that people are there's organ harvesting and all this sort of weird stuff but don't expect AI or Minority Report because it's just got Kieran Knightley being a dick in it well I'm quite pleased it's, uh, it's not AI because I fucking hated that <laughs> <laughs> can I just a quick straw poll amongst the four of us Kerry Mulligan hot or not yeah which one's Kerry Mulligan now I don't know now? who she is but um, Kieran Knightley's alright Kerry Mulligan is the one in Wall Street 2 and she was in uh, what did she make her name in that um, oh, um, playing the schoolgirl An Education yeah She's kind of had a pixie haircut. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, I would, yes. Yeah? Yes. Do you know Yeah. She's surprisingly tall and has a surprisingly deep voice. Really? Yeah. Okay. I haven't verified this, but I read an interview with her that said that. I, I, I just, she looks like a CG version of Judy Dench. <laughs> <laughs> Judy Dench DH. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why is Keira Knightley and um, Natalie Portman suddenly start making films again? They just seem to disappear for a couple of years. I know Portman went to... Did she go to uni for a yeah, while? She, she did, was yeah. kind of busy with bits and bobs, but now yeah. they're just sort of... They have, hey, I've, forgot, I've remembered now, I've got to do some films, and then now we're in another film. People films. do go through phases of just having a spurt of films coming out, don't mm. they? Yeah. But Portman's in a, I saw a post of a film, Portman and uh, Kutcher. In some yeah. nonsense, Portman and Kutcher. Yeah, no together at last. It's called. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Whoa, what? Yeah, it looks terrible. Mm. And um, she was in Brothers, was it, or something? But the that war was ages ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, but yeah. yeah, she's in a lot of stuff. But uh, funnily enough, those two were both together in the Phantom Menace. Who could? Oh, that's right. A double. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Little Star Wars fan. Portman and Knightley together. <laughs> um, there's also two other massive films out in the cinema this coming week. True Grit. Slick. Yeah. Have, have you seen that yet? I got. I, I was going to go to screening, but I must admit I slept slept through it. Is, yeah. it, was, is it good? Is the one about the Don't little know, girl? I've not seen it. Yeah. It's got a little bad little girl. It's got. It's the Coen Brothers, isn't it? Yeah. So. Which is no, it's not the guarantee of quality that it used to be. I saying think it's by the current. Yeah. Hasn't it been nominated for a million, billion yeah. things? Yeah. What um, do people think of a serious man? 
I hated that film. Yeah, it was hated awful. it. I really didn't like it. Uh, it's probably uh, yeah one of those disappointing films I've seen mm. a long time. And then obviously the big hitter this week is Yogi Bear. Yeah, good Best things, things coming bears. bears. Yeah. Mm. Did you see that poster? <laughs> no. So there was a poster for Yogi Bear and it had Yogi Bear oh. and then it looked like he was bumming yes. and it, the tagline was best things come in bears. What were they thinking? Oh, oh. they probably, I think there's a little slight it's, knowing nod. I think so, there, yeah. Really. I, um, I, I've seen the trailer for Yogi Bear and I just would like to thank the, the studio for pissing all over my childhood. <laughs> yeah. All the memories I had of Yogi Bear. Because I'm sure there used to be a really cute Yogi Bear Christmas cartoon they used to put on every festive season about how, you know, they woke up early from, uh, what's it bears do? In the woods. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> hibernation. Hibernate. When they, were, they woke up early from hibernation, it was Christmas and they celebrated because it was really cute. Oh, it'll be a Top Cat movie next. Oh, God, imagine I'd, that. Imagine that. Imagine that. Yeah. How awful would that he'd be? Have, he'd have a CGI coin. Yeah. Penny. <laughs> Put it out of the, oh. the machine when he tries some, when he makes a phone call. Nah, but he wouldn't. Would he he'd just have he just have a, some sort of mobile phone with, it would, with, yeah. a, with a noise. It would be like it would be a Nokia. It would be like a it would be massive product placement. Yeah, it would be yeah. grotesque. God, isn't isn't doesn't Top Cat have something to do with um, Sergeant Bilko? Yes, it was basically Bilko for kids. Yeah, uh, that's was, weird. Isn't yeah, it? and I think Benny, who did the voice in, who was one of the, the cats in Top Cat, was also I can't think what he was called in in Bilko. Um, he was a little fat guy in Bilko. It was the same guy. I'm absolutely sure of it. I don't know if I, this might be right for our target audience, but um, I used to love Bilko. Yeah, they Bilko made a film of it as well with Steve Martin. Steve Martin, Martin yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah, that was, was recent, he, wasn't it? There was another cartoon based... Oh, yeah. The Flintstones is based on the Honeymooners. Oh, and the Jetsons is based on the Flintstones. Is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. What because am it, I it, based it, on? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> everything begat everything else. Why can't people think up new things? It's upsetting. <laughs> is true <laughs> so is that it for next week uh, yes is there I anything think else happening next week at out, all, out it? this week Bagat oh yeah <clears throat> <laughs> what they uh, the, listen to feedback section alright let's move on that, that was almost feedback. a segue no it was, it was the worst it up, worst segue ever who's got the first bit of feedback I have the first bit of feedback it's from Ron Brower now I don't know if you remember last week, but uh, we, we all had to say the first word that popped into our heads at one point. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know. It was just one of those uh, weird things that yeah. happens on the podcast so often. And uh, Ron says, the first thing that popped into my head was dingleberry. <laughs> the definition of which is a delinquent partial turd which grasps anal shrubbery, causing, causing brownish crust to accumulate in one's boxers. Oh dear! So I think that, that, I, that I always uh, associate with dogs, hairy dogs. You, they yeah. get dingleberries. Yeah. But in Lincoln, we used to call them clegnuts. Did you? Yeah, clegnuts mm, or winnets. Oh. Winnets, winnets. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm looking at dingleberry written here, and I'm thinking Susie Dent on Dictionary Corner saying, "Yes, dingleberry. The definition of which is a delinquent partial turd which grasps anal shrubbery, causing brownish crust to accumulate in one's boxers." <laughs> and they are quite annoying, aren't they? <laughs> yes, they are. Oh, yes. we all get them. <laughs> Ah, there you go. Clegnuts and dingleberries. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> the new band. <laughs> Who's got the next bit of feedback? Have I got the next one? Uh, what, number, what number is it? Has it got number a big number two, two, number two on the top? Has it got a number two on the top? Sorry, is, is it hidden underneath number three? Well, that's <laughs> oh, do you need somebody to sort your papers out for you? He's forgotten how to do it, haven't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm out of the game. Right. Sean Jenkins writes in, I was listening to your podcast episode 17. Someone asked if you play Minecraft or know what it is. And there's also a second bit of feedback, I think, to go with that, is there? Uh, on top of that, um, Callum, no. Someone writes in, what is the situation with the Minecraft server? We'd love to play on it if you manage to set it up, Summy. So, we were, yeah, he wrote in last week, because um, we were talking about Minecraft, did we know what it was and yeah. how we were playing it? And I had a look at it, and I was going to set up a server, and I got as far as it, you have to pay £10 to play it, and I kind of stopped. So we are looking into it, and yeah, yeah, yeah. we want to get to know about we Minecraft. can't afford a tenner at the moment. We're all skinny. Right, yeah. Christmas. <laughs> um, I was going to try and get in touch with someone there and see if they'd send us some free codes or something. That's so lame, yeah. isn't it? No, but I don't think so. Sure no, Pete, right. you've been playing it. I have been playing it. My uh, my friend set up one because he's not a cheapskate. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, no, he set up a server and uh, I got involved because there was a couple of friends playing it. And uh, genuinely, 
it is a lot of fun. Like yeah. I, I very much, they, they were all playing it as uh, almost like a Lego set. So they're all sort of building nice little log cabins, nice little uh, little mine uh, shafts and stuff, and they're having a lovely time. I turned up, uh, gave myself an infinite amount of blocks, and built a massive skyscraper with the word tits written on the side. <laughs> Brilliant, ruining everyone's view, ruining everyone's little village that they'd made. Um, but gen- but I've only just recently started playing it properly, where you mine, you craft, and create different things and genuinely it's an incredibly um, and I'm not the, I'm not big on Sims and uh, I, I guess he would be your closest relative there um, I, I, I genuinely had a, a, an absolute ball it, it, it's difficult mm. when you first start but once you start getting into the uh, in, in the groove of it and, and making tools it's genuinely rewarding so at every level it's are there, are there things like real world physics in it then for instance well I think with certain blocks if you're mining for example sand uh, sand will fall. Right. It's very loose. It's very cartoonish, but it's right. it's it, it's a great piece of work. I mean, genuinely deserves every single penny that yeah. Well, when people pay for it, yeah, <laughs> never going to happen. Is um, it, it genuinely an engaging so, like your, experience? Your skyscraper you built. Mm. If somebody came along and built a plane, could they fly it into your skyscraper and would it collapse? Well, the the <laughs> plane bit would be the hard one. They could they could just start hacking at it, I guess. Really? Because I built it out of stone. Um, right. they, they it wouldn't necessarily collapse. It would just float. So it depends on uh-huh. what box. If I made it out of sand or if I made it out of soil, certain bricks have certain property, properties. Like yeah. wood would float and and uh, bricks would float, so to speak. But well, in um, what world would bricks float? Well, <laughs> the suspension. I guess a, a world that's built of blocks. I suppose. Okay. There's, a, there's a certain suspension of disbelief, but it's a, it's a beautiful piece of work. And uh, props to that man who made that. Game. So if you have your own server, then it's your own little private little world. Yeah. Whoever can play, whoever's in there, can just do their own thing. So yeah. in, outside of that is the other game. Is that just a huge online thing where everyone's building stuff all over this one world? Or I th- not? I've only played multiplayer on my friend's server, so I've just given ourselves blocks. And uh, and there's different modes of play. I think on on other servers, like uh, like like you got to destroy other people's things and, and, and build. And I'm not really sure how, how it all works, but single player certainly you start off with nothing and you're just scrabbling at uh, soil, taking soil, uh, scrabbling, trying to scrabbling at wood for absolutely ages to build a wooden pickaxe. Then that gives you uh, the ability to mine stone. And then once you've got stone, you can build different things from there. And it's, and I'm not even, I'm literally just dipping my toes in. It's, it's Clever, genuinely it? fascinating. How how many different kinds of blocks there are? How how they all affect one another, and how like lava works and water works, and and, and how you can sort of protect yourself from the monsters that appear occasionally at night. Uh, just seem to just run run into you and throw arrows at you, or or explode, exploding your house, which is a bit. bit it's, a, it's a bit much, to be yeah. honest. So it's, it's, obviously it's things. like an underground indie game sort of hit at the moment. Yeah, it's done really well. I mean, there is there potential for it to cross over into the mainstream and become a big. I think so. I mean, you just look at how much, how many, how much The Sims sold and stuff, really. Because I mean, if you think the uh, that's effectively the same, similar sort of thing, making your own house and yeah, making it look all pretty and that. But, Do you have a uh, sweet little diamond above your head, though? In <laughs> yeah, do they talk absolute gibbering crap? Um, <laughs> I have some fairly. Um, what's it called when you? Oh, self congratulation. Congratulatory. Congratulatory. Yeah, Wacky what he said. <laughs> yeah. This is from Jason Adler. He says, hey guys, I just started listening to your podcast a couple of months ago and I have no problem in saying it's more, it could become my favourite IGN podcast. Thank you very much. I only wish I would have started listening sooner. You have at least one listener in Nebraska. Thanks, cool. Jason. And then we I did have a, we did say something about getting a, a map put up, didn't we? Yeah, I'm kind of tempted to get a map put in here and put a pin in every time I get yeah. something from around the Trouble world. Is, is there a Facebook app to get a map? Yeah, is there a what? Facebook app for that? Well, I'd assume that there was or is <laughs> because that'd be I imagine a lot because a lot of sort of Facebook is about sort of showing cool things that you've done. So I imagine that people would want to sort of pin on where Maybe they've been we can look into that. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. idea. Good idea. Yeah. And then secondly, I've got Garnet Heller wrote in. He says, hi guys, great show. It has been stitches. I've so much that I've decided to go back and listen to the 65 episodes I missed. So far, wow. so far I'm up to episode seven. So he has some feedback from episode seven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did Chris play the terrorist level on Modern Warfare 2? And did he kill lots of people at the airport? We'll never know. I don't know. Chris isn't here to answer your question. You um, say yes with gusto. Yes. With relish. He <laughs> was expect. nude at the time. <laughs> well, no, until he probably was. He probably was yeah. with some Brazilian girl. 
Uh, <laughs> nuts deep. Uh, yeah, he says expect more out of date questions next week. So if Brilliant. you want to That's find awesome. out what we thought yeah. about Avatar, check us out next <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, can't wait. Uh, this is from uh, Denny Elizabeth. Uh, it says, "Hey guys, you're slightly wrong on your bee and wasp facts." Oh, um, referring to last week, uh, Martin was obsessed with bee stings or bee stings. Bee stings. Yeah, bee stings and wasps. It was, like, it was like Andy Gray and, uh, and Richard Keyes. <laughs> Very similar. Uh, the only sort of bee that stings just once is the honeybee. All the other bees can sting multiple times, whereas several species of wasps also only sting once. Ooh. Bees have uh, wasp stoned. I think that's. I think we all know that, truly. Uh, I'm about as allergic to him, uh, himenop. Uh, bees, wasps, etc., as you can get, which is why I know this useless, useless random bollocks. I've almost been killed by bees twice and wasps once, but I can't really compare the pain levels as it was one bee each time, but an, but an entire hive of wasps. What? So she's allergic to bee stings and wasp things and yet she yeah. gets stung by a That's, hive of wasps that is mad if you're if you're allergic to <laughs> bees and wasps it's like walking around and there's permanent murderers on the loose <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's have like you seen con- this bee <laughs> it looks like, like all the rest it's like wandering around in like a zombie apocalypse my word she says uh, though I will say that anaphylactic shock, uh, shock does suck on many great levels keep up the good work why, why would you put yourself in, in an area where there's likely to be a wasp's nest I, I I've been I, stung once by a wasp on the waltzers, no less. That's an uncomfortable place to be stung. <laughs> that really is. <laughs> hey. I was about eight. And like, I've never been stung again, but I mean... Do you remember it? I mean, do you I remember, remember sat, I got, sat on my uh, wrist and I'm going, what are you... D- Ow! And, uh, and then, uh, yeah, I, was, I didn't have an anaphylactic shock or anything, but I can't imagine that that's fairly pleasant. But that's such bad luck, isn't it? My um, word. Not only did she have allergic to it she's been stung That's by mad. two bees and a swarm of wasps more ouchy bee stings from Jonathan Dawes now hi guys just thought I'd write in to tell you about when I got stung by a wasp me and a load of my mates had been playing footy up the local park I wandered off for a piss in some public toilets and when I came back my friends had gone I finally found them some five minutes later all chucking stones at a bush I was very confused then they all screamed run and legged it I looked at the bush and froze with fear. A shitload of wasps came flying out and I stood and stared as one flew right towards my eye. (laughs) Luckily, I flinched at the last second and it stung my eyelid. Needless to say, though, it was agony and it all swelled up for over a week. I had football training later on and all my friends just kept poking it because I couldn't see anything coming, (laughs) twats. (laughs) I've got a similar story, actually, about being stung. Although mine was, uh, it was when I was living in Fiji and at school there was a hornet's nest. So we got one lunchtime, I think we got a spoon or a fork and decided to try and knock the hornet's nest out of the tree. As you do. And we succeeded. And then we started running from the hornets, but then one came and stung me, so I had to go to the nurse's office. <laughs> I love how casually you just went, yeah, when I was living in Fiji. Just yeah, like, yeah. Just Dan's been globetrotting all over the world since he was a kid. <laughs> Uh, hello, he says. This is Rolls Royce Five, Rolls Royce Five from Atlanta, GA. Uh, here in the southern US, many people refer to very small breasts as not only bee stings but more often ant bites. Oh, yeah. me being a black guy in the south, hearing you guys speak the Queen's English as opposed to the southern accents we speak here is a nice change of pace. Well, that's how the internet works. Isn't it really <laughs> marvelous. Well, isn't it? I think it's going to fuck him up hearing you speaking. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm nowhere near. <laughs> I don't even know where the Queen's English is. How do we put? How do we put something? Titles on the podcast. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not transcribing it. I'll tell you that for nothing. Subject: the Jazzle. Ah, interesting. Mm, uh, who's written in there? Uh, Chris Dawes has written in Hawaii, like guys. Oh, Hawaii. Oh, well. oh. Uh, <laughs> need to know your feelings. Hello. Yes, that's right. Need to know your feeling on the validity of the Vajazzle and Pinazzle. Uh, a quick search on Google shows me everyone's at it, but in my pursuit of casual sex with classy women, I've seen nada. Not a clit jewel in sight. Oh, oh. Now, have you guys ever looked at a vulva and thought, <laughs> you know what this needs? A delightful pink set of sparkles to make that vag pop. Or conversely, <laughs> I quite like the idea of turning my purple-headed womb broom into a sparkly disco ball womb broom. <laughs> Finally, do you think collectible dick jewels will be a viable option for the next Mario game? Ah. Oh. Plus one for male genitalia tour. Well done. 
Well done. Because one thing we were arguing last week was whether or not we have too many uh, jibes at women's genitalia, not enough at men's genitalia. But I think we managed to cover uh, both uh, sets of genitalia quite comfortably. There. They, they both look well silly, to be honest. <laughs> they are both well silly. Never seen I, one. What, a vajazzle yeah. or a pinazzle? <laughs> Neither. Neither. Volva? <laughs> No, 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 Volvo. Volvo, yeah. You're serving tea, Volvo. <laughs> Volvo. I can't wait until uh, not until uh, Xbox have the Vajazzle on as an avatar option. I think that's <laughs> yeah. It. That's when we know it's yeah. it's hit the mainstream. Yeah. So what's the difference between a Vajazzle and just uh, a general sort of piercing down there? A Vajazzle, isn't it? It's a collection of like ornamental like. Diamond shrubbery um, instead like of a norm. Uh, instead <laughs> of water feature. Um, oh right, ironic. <laughs> instead of pubic hair, yeah. But what? Ha- oh, I don't want to get into nitty gritty, but I was going to get regrowth. Well, I guess the 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 the, the jewels fall off before you get regrowth. Okay. Oh, so they're not studied. They're, they're, they're not studied. I don't believe they're studied. I think they're just you know stuck no, on, like glued on, like yeah, yeah. glued on like, with, like with nails. Glue. Like women getting like you would have bindi. Yeah, yeah. But down there, this is the next step up from grills, isn't it? Sort of rap game. <laughs> Why are you putting teeth? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Loads of teeth. <laughs> imagine. Oh, I'm not going to imagine that. And on that bombshell, I think um, there's one bit of feedback I've got one last bit, which kind of ties in quite nicely. Um, ben Tiplady, Tiplady, Tiplady. <laughs> ben, ben writes in, yeah. Um, why doesn't IGN UK podcast have a knocking boots section? I asked this this very morning, actually. Um, I can only imagine that there's an idea that we would have the there is an idea that we would be too boring, but come on. Aside from that, what is the weirdest dating tip you've ever taken? So two questions there. Yeah. Number one, I think we should have a knocking boots section. Wait, so can, uh, for people who don't know what knocking boots is, because people might not be aware, I don't think Pete probably is aware, knocking boots is a sex advice podcast they do in on Game in the, Scoop. In the States, it was popularised by Greg Miller on Game Scoop, and they'd have like a 10-minute section in Game Scoop. Then it got massive, and they've dedicated their own knocking boots and sometimes Podcast. they have like sexy women in to help on the. I think they have. Yeah, yeah, they've had girls in there a few. But times. do we want to be giving sex advice? Who wants sex advice from us, Lou? Look at the four of us. I for need fuck's it. Sake. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should do it. It's funny. Come on, then. I don't know. I mean, you're the sex addict, so come on, Dan. Think, Dan. What's your first bit of sex advice? What's the worst date dating tip you were ever given? Um, well, it, it was kind of awkward actually because I went on a date with this girl who I just met at this party, um, and when I'm when we went out on the date, she was. It was a bit dry, and we started talking about the OC. <laughs> oh, OC, <see>, sorry. <laughs> oh. No, as in, it was just, yeah, it was a rubbish Unlubricated. Um, no? Right. And we were talking about the OC, and got into, at the time, my hero of the moment was Ryan from the OC. And I said to her that I <laughs> thought he was... My hero of the moment. He was like a really good-looking guy. Um, and, and yeah, like he's, he's pretty awesome. And she went, did you say he's good-looking? And I was just like, yeah. And she went, gay. And I was just like, <laughs> and I was just like, well, first I was just like, you homophobic dick. And then, but then I was just like, how's that gay? And she goes, like, saying the guy's good. And I was like, well, no. And I said, if I said a guy was ugly, would that be acceptable? And she was like, yeah. I was like, and then I was just like, this is rubbish. And then at the end, she tried giving me a tip, and she said, next time you're on a date with a girl, don't tell her you think guys are good looking. And I was just like, piss off. Let's name and shame. Who is yeah, this who is dick? It? I don't remember her name. Oh, good. I hope yeah. she's listening to this podcast because you've just been owned. Yeah, yeah, she got yeah. it, man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, apparently that's a piece of advice. No, the, the, my advice is make sure you don't go on dates with immature, small-minded people. How are you going to find out, though, until you're on a date with them? Yeah. Give them a few testers over text message. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember when we were about, I was hanging out in town with my mates when we were about 12, and you go meeting a girl, and my mate was like, yeah, I'm going to go meet this girl. And we were just stood outside McDonald's waiting to meet this girl. And uh, bird shit on him twice. So he had shit in his hair. <laughs> so he had to go to the toilets in the market and wash his hair. And so he came back and his hair was soaking, and this girl was just like, what why, you, why have you got wet hair? Because birds shit on me, and that's what you do. <laughs> you do to us. Do we want a knocking boot section? Well, yeah. Well, listen, if people write in uh, with, with ad- and they want advice on issues they've got regarding to, to sex. <laughs> or dating. Or, yeah, or sexy dating. We'll ask someone else, and then yeah. we'll tell you what oh, they yeah. say. Right, yeah. <laughs> IGN UK feedback at IGN.com. Put... Um, Knocking boots in the subject. I think he's got a suggestion for a title, didn't they? Knocking slippers. I think there's got to be a better name for the English version. Knocking Knocking wellies. Knocking knocking wellies. 
I think uh, we're just knocking all knocking shop. together. Knocking shop. Yes, the, yes. Like a, shop. the IGN knocking shop over for business. <laughs> yeah. Hello. That'd be lovely. And if I can't make it to a podcast, I can write them a bit of advice that you guys can read out. Yeah. Or you can just Should we read it out in the style of Dan by not reading it beforehand <laughs> and then taking four minutes to read a piece of A4? Yeah. Should we do that? Brilliant. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, and that is pretty much it. Thank you, Pete, for uh, deigning to, to ruin your career by appearing on this. Uh, it's been a pleasure to have you. And I hope you can come back very soon. It's quite all right. Thank you very much. I've it's enjoyed right. it. Dan? Yep. Yeah, whatever. And uh, Tom? It's yep. been brilliant as always. As always. Um, keep your you. feedback coming in. What? We've got to say something back to you. It's been all right. Yeah, you, you've done okay. okay job hosting. Well done. Right. Thanks very much. <laughs> we were backs against the wall today, but I think we pulled it round. Out. Off. Oh, something. <laughs> something. We've jazzled yeah. it. We smashed it. <laughs> and the the back first, that's it. not bad. 55 minutes in, we got the first mention of smashing it. Well done. Uh, so, some of the usual crew are back next week. We'll see you then. Uh, do keep your feedback coming. IGN UK feedback IGN.com. Team IGN UK on Twitter and Facebook. Thanks for everything. See you next week. Bye. 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 Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.